For McCunn Specialty Firearms in Messina, this is Chris Parks, and joined by, as always by Cass and Adair County Conservation Officer Grant Jelly with the Conservation Report. Good morning to you again, Grant. Hey, good morning, Chris. We're moving along here, starting to feel a little bit more like uh, the spring season. We've had a few warm days sprinkled in here and there. A little bit more sunshine has been prevalent here in the Nishina Valley. We're, we're not quite there yet, but it's it's starting to feel that way. So I'm sure folks are kind of getting anxious to be able to be out in the outdoors a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. The uh, days are getting a little bit longer. The sun's, sun's got a little bit more power to it, and uh, it's... Yeah, it's kind of my favorite time of the year, actually, the the changing of seasons. And it seems like you kind of get to start over in spring and see things green up and animals start to do their nesting and, and having young. And um, it's it's a good time to be in the outdoors, even though it can be a little bit unpredictable at times here in uh, the great state of Iowa. That's true. You always, we, always have, we always know we have to be prepared for all kinds of situations. Maybe have that... Uh, extra extra jacket or whatever thrown in the back of the car when you're out to go do something here during the spring because, like you said, you just never know. Uh, one thing that uh, I know that you wanted to talk about that is popular this time of year because we're kind of in a lull, I guess, as far as active seasons are concerned, but, uh, you know, the, the, the snow, if there was snow in some locations, has thawed out and uh, folks might be out just kind of wandering around in the woods and shed antler hunting can be kind of a popular thing and folks run into different situations and there are some procedures to follow when you you do come upon some of that stuff yeah you bet that's kind of the uh the hot topic this time of the year for me like you said it uh it's a little bit of a lull um this time of the year people are kind of in in between and they don't really know what to do with themselves and so if you're like my family sometimes on a oh, nice weekend we'll go out and we'll do some hiking in the woods and, and do a little bit of exploring and uh, shed antler hunting is something that is is pretty popular and and uh, especially among uh, deer hunters they really enjoy getting out and doing that and, and the heck I've even talked to some people who really don't deer hunt but kind of like mushroom hunting they just go go out and enjoy uh, getting exercise and maybe coming across the, a deer antler or two but um, I wanted to go over some of the the regulations regarding deer antlers in the state of Iowa and uh, kind of the do's and don'ts of shed antler hunting. Um, because a lot of times on the weekends when I, I tend to get my calls because, again, that's when people are out doing that, that uh, shed antler hunting. And so um, one of the more common questions that I'll get occasionally is, well, where can I go do it? And uh, you can hunt shed antlers on all Iowa DNR managed lands unless they're uh, some sort of a refuge or something like that that doesn't allow uh, the entrance of, of people. But uh, state parks are a good place, uh, wildlife areas, you can certainly do that. Um, and you can also go to many of your county uh, parks or wildlife areas will also have places where you can do that as well. Um, shed antlers are one of those things that are listed kind of like mushrooms where you can go out and collect them. And there's no type of permit or license or anything like that that is required. Uh, one of the more common complaints I do get on occasion is people who go out and they will trespass looking for shed antlers because they know there's, for instance, a lot of deer that might be on this particular piece of private property. And so uh, they'll go out there and they'll uh, somebody will try and sneak in on some property and look for antlers. And inevitably, uh, we all know there's a lot of game cameras out there nowadays. And uh, 
get pictures and they, they tend to not be happy, which is certainly understandable when you're a landowner. So I tend to get involved in that, and that's a, a, a simple case of trespassing, and people know that it's it's not uh, not right and not, not legal. So uh, I encourage people to make sure that they know where they're going and that they have permission to do it before they go out and look for antlers. Um, but when people are out, typically, you know, deer just kind of die of either natural causes or kind of, uh, residual deaths that have occurred from the deer season that maybe somebody didn't find a deer they shot or, or uh, something like that. And they come across the, uh, you know, a dead buck deer that still has the antlers attached to its skull. And in order to possess those in Iowa, you are required to get a salvage tag from a conservation officer before you remove them from the field. Um, I'm pretty easy to work with. Many many conservation officers are pretty easy to work with in regards to that, but uh, I get a call. Um, as long as I know about it, I typically give people permission over the phone to uh, take those with them. Then um, I will sometimes either meet with them and get them a, a tag or email the tag. Or um, but main thing is we have to know about it because I have ran into instances before where. Um, a person is, you know, maybe they're pulled over for speeding or something along those lines, and an officer comes across a, a deer head in the back of the truck, and the person has no type of paperwork to support that deer. And, you know, you have to kind of look at it from our point of view. We don't know how that deer head was acquired. Was it something that they went out and, and poached late at night? Uh, was it something that they bought from someone illegally? Um, was it, uh, you know, something that they just simply found? And so you have to have those salvage tags in order to make that a legal um, piece of wildlife to possess. Um, again, simple process, but it is a, a, a brief step that you have to go through in order to make sure that we're all on the same page and we kind of have a, a made sure that, that that particular deer head is, is a legal one. So a few simple steps there. Again, I always... Uh, suggest people take pictures of the deer, uh, the dead carcass when they find it in the woods, and then simply call your conservation officer directly. But don't grab it until you've talked to them. So mm-hmm. uh, pretty easy to get to work with, and uh, it's it's one of the more common things that I get phone calls on this time of the year. Well, and I'm sure that's something that applies to uh, folks that maybe are on private land as well? Yes. Okay. It's, uh, it's a statewide rule. Um, so whether you're finding it on public property or um, private property, you do have to have that salvage tag to possess. So I would say the the vast majority of the, the salvage tags I issue are, are for deer that are found on private property. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, kind of um, it just tends to be we're, we're 98 or 99 percent private owned land here in the mm-hmm. state. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, no doubt. All right, uh, good things to keep in mind there for those folks that are out to maybe doing that here this time of year. Speaking of deer, uh, this is a big weekend for a lot of deer hunters that like to go explore new ideas and new stuff. Uh, the Deer Classic going on, the Iowa Deer Classic at the Iowa Event Center this weekend, and uh, DNR have a presence there. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is a weekend that a lot of deer hunters and just a lot of outdoors people really look forward to. In Iowa, it's a, a huge event. Um kind of one that people travel to from literally all over the country they'll they'll um, come here to our deer classic it's it's a pretty impressive uh event at the high v center there in des moines um 
Friday evening, all day Saturday, and I believe most of the day on Sunday you can go. Uh, lots of different things going on there, lots of different vendors. Um, there's a, a really neat um, exhibit containing you know, a lot of you know, kind of the same lines, a lot of big shed antlers or uh, big, uh, you know, just huge Iowa trophy deer that have been harvested either the past season or previous seasons, and they'll have a, a contest and antler scoring going on there. So really a neat event. Um, lots and lots and lots of people there will attend this thing over the course of the three days. And if you are there, uh, stop by and see uh, the DNR officers. They'll have the uh, turn-in poachers trailer there, and it's always a, a real popular stop for people. They can get their current regulations, uh, stop by and ask any questions that they have, maybe take a look at some of the exhibits we have there in the trailer that kind of highlight some of the the uh, illegal cases that we've been a part of in the past year or many years. But uh, we always make a lot of contacts there and uh, highly recommend that people, if they're in the area or, or don't have anything to do this weekend, it's a, a great way to entertain the family. Yeah, as you said, a pretty impressive event. I've never been into the event myself, but I've been there covering state basketball and walked by on the skywalk and looked over and saw all the, the booths and vendors. And yeah, it's just impressive the amount of people that, that intend. So uh, check that out if you get the chance. Uh, another thing that will be upon us here is the uh, turkey season here in the spring, and youth season will be up first, and uh, it's something folks get excited about. Yeah, definitely uh, my personal favorite time or favorite season that we have here. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that uh, I'm I'm obsessed with turkeys and, and go to many different states each year and, and just love the sport and love introducing people to to uh, hunting in, in this particular season. So the first season that we'll have here uh, will be our youth resident-only season, and that takes place April 7th through the 9th this year. So uh, anybody who is under the age of 16 can participate in this season. Um, again, great way to introduce someone to the outdoors. Typically the, the weather is nice. Um, you know, you don't have to have a whole lot of fancy gear for the most part. And uh, it's just a, my personal favorite way to enjoy the outdoors because there's a, a lot going on in the spring. You see a lot of deer. You may see raccoons. Uh, you'll hear owls uh, in the morning. Uh, pheasants, uh, geese, and of course turkeys will be gobbling. So uh, it's it's just a a cool way to uh, show someone who's never experienced you know the the waking up of uh, the outdoors and all the critters that we we don't even realize a lot of times that that are out there um, come to life. And uh, turkeys are are definitely one of the most vocal ones that time of the year. So encourage people to. Uh, if they know a youth hunter or maybe know someone who's interested or, or even a, a friend of a friend uh, and, and invite them to go on this season and get them out there and, and hopefully get them hooked on the sport. Um, youth tags will be available for sale. So uh, always encourage people to buy that youth tag prior to the season. That way they, uh, they can use it at any of the remaining seasons if they're not successful on that youth season. Um, but, uh, Again, one of the the most favorite seasons that, that I enjoy and, and my kids and, and many people that I um, have introduced really, really enjoy this time of the year. So get out and take advantage, hopefully. 
Yeah, you really get to enjoy that uh, spring, like you said, waking up and then, you know, migration too. You're seeing all kinds of visitors that are maybe passing on through that time of year as well. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, If folks are interested also, and you don't know much about turkey hunting, uh, Cass County Conservation is going to be having a program coming up that can get you some info. Uh, They'll do it March 18th out at the uh, outdoor classroom there near Messina. Start at 10 o'clock that morning, morning, and they're going to go through some different tactics and different equipment and just kind of get you introduced there to turkey hunting. So if you're you're unfamiliar and you're here in the area and you're interested, that might be a good uh, workshop to stop by. Definitely. Uh, one of the many workshops that are, are put on, and, and a lot of people take advantage of those. And, um, you know, it's it's just kind of a good way that uh, if people maybe don't have uh, someone in the family that hunts or a close friend that hunts, and they just they say, hey, maybe I might enjoy that. Um, it's a good way to get introduced to it and, and maybe find that connection and, and get hooked up with a mentor that can uh, really kind of guide you along the way. Yeah, and uh, also we've been doing some research to find out more about uh, wild turkey populations here in the state. Uh, you know, you mentioned there's something going on here in a different part of the state, uh, trying to find out some more information about them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anybody who kind of follows turkeys nationwide has uh, kind of come to the alarming conclusion that our turkey population, not just in Iowa, but in North America as a whole, is kind of kind of on the decline, and uh, there's many different states and uh, universities that are conducting different studies across the nation to kind of try and, and determine what's going on with turkeys. Why are are we losing uh, turkeys the way we are? Why is the reproduction not like it should be or it was, you know, 15 or 20 years ago? Um, what What is the, 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 the one thing or things that is... Um, causing this decline? Is it disease? Is it um, predation? Is it uh, something else that maybe we're just not really um, aware of that is taking its toll on the overall population of turkeys? And so here in Iowa, um, kind of always our stronghold or the the area where we have the most turkeys in the state is typically uh, eastern Iowa and southeastern Iowa. We have a lot of good habitat for them. Um, There's more of them forest and and timber there and and, and turkeys typically are a woodland creature they require um, woods especially oak trees that produced a mass crop that they can can feed on in the fall so that's where we tend to find the the majority of our turkeys here in the state so that's where this study is going on Um, last year there were 73 um, hen or female turkeys that were captured and uh, within that year, the, the particular 12-month period that these turkeys were studied in 2022, 33 of those turkeys ended up dead. Uh, that's a 45% rate. Um, some of the turkeys were uh, killed while on the nest. Um, some of them, we don't know the exact cause because we just know that the, the GPS transmitter that they were outfitted with, it stopped working, and uh, biologists and researchers were able to find the carcass and we don't know if they were killed by a predator, um, if it was a disease or what the case was, but the turkey was just dead and it had been consumed for the most part by a predator. So uh, the exact cause of death was undetermined. But we do know that um, predators obviously take their toll. We also know that uh, turkey moms or hen turkeys just aren't very good at um, raising young. Sometimes they're not good at 
nest nesting. And sometimes if they're bumped off of the nest by a, a raccoon or a coyote or even a human, uh, they tend not to come back to that nest, and they might not nest or try to re-nest uh, for the entire spring. So a lot going on with this study. It's, it's really interesting uh, to kind of follow, and there's, there's uh, going to be more years of it. And uh, hopefully not just maybe us here in Iowa, but someone in the nation that's doing these studies can kind of determine, okay, what is the, the, the leading cause for the decline in the wild turkey population here in North America? And maybe we can get a handle on that and maybe come up with some solutions to, to try and uh, combat that problem and, and uh, maybe get turkeys back on the, the other side of the pendulum and they're, they start to rebound again because uh, they are an important part of our ecosystem and we've we want to see them uh, come back from from low population levels that they sometimes have across North America. Yeah, we hope to get some good news continuing to come out of that, and like you said, maybe figure some things out along the way. Grant, uh, we appreciate your uh, information again here this week on the show. Thanks for having me, and we'll see you again. All right, that's Cass and Adair County Conservation Officer Grant Jelly. I'm Chris Parks. Thanks to McCunn Specialty Firearms in Messina for another week of the Conservation Report.